Want to be confident when talking about yourself and explaining what you do? Join my free 21-day confidence building course. You'll learn how to construct a personal elevator pitch, learn how to not be awkward in social situations, how to have awesome conversations, among other important skills to help you crush life. Best of all, it's free. Sign up now at freeconfidencecourse.com. From the C Method, my name is Christina Cantors, and this is Stand Up, Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you communicate with confidence and clarity so you can get what you want in business and in life. To subscribe to the show and download the back catalogue, go to thecmethod.com slash podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final episode for 2015. This is episode 40, the real episode 40. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, I actually got really keen, and for some reason, I thought it was episode 40, and I went on and on about how episode 40 is a massive milestone for the show, and then after I'd recorded it and then I was editing it, I realized, oh, crap, it's actually only episode 39. Hmm. And and by that stage, it was too late to re-record it. But anyway, what can you do? So here it is, the real episode 40. So considering it's right at the end of the year, it's the 30th of December, I think now is a really great time to do a bit of reflecting. So firstly, I'd like you to have a think. How was your 2015? What did you accomplish? Give yourself a pat on the back for what you've done. I know I'm really proud of my achievements this year. Hey, I kept this podcast going all year, right? I think that's something to be proud of. Anyway, there's been a lot of content shared on this podcast throughout the year by me and also by my incredible guests who I featured on the show. So in this episode, I thought I'd pick 15 valuable lessons that I learnt from my interview guests and to share them with you here. Why 15? Because it's 2015, of course. (laughs) So if you've listened to every single episode, right, well, firstly, well done. You are well and truly a rock star in my book. And, oh, by the way, if you have listened to every single episode, I want to know who you are. Send me an email at cc at thecmethod.com. If you've listened to every episode, let me know and I will, you know what I'll do? I will personalize a song for you on the ukulele and I'll share it on the show. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. Um, where was I? Anyway, I digress. If, yeah, if you have been a frequent listener, this episode will be a good refresh for you and you may pick up something you may have missed from the episodes. And if you're new to the podcast, well, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. And for you, this will be a nice taste of the type of content you'll find on the show. So just so you know, the content is mostly related to communication skills, which includes public speaking, but sometimes I'll throw in something a bit different if I meet someone who I find super interesting and want to chat with them. Okay, let's get into the episode. So here in no particular order, here are 15 lessons I learned from my interview guests in 2015. I'll refer which episode each one came from so you can go back and listen to the rest of the interview if it sounds like something that tickles your fancy, if you miss that episode. I'll be putting all of this into the show notes as well, so if you'd like to go and read the blog post version of this episode, you can find it at thecmethod.com slash 2015, so 2015. 
I'll put links to each of these episodes in the show notes too. So um, you can go and reference them if you can't write them down or remember them right now. Okay, let's go. Lesson number one, you don't need permission from others to do stuff. (laughs) This one's from Eamon Abdullah in episode three. And he says, if you want to become something or stand out and get noticed, just do that thing that you love and eventually people will take notice. He gives an example of Jimmy Tatro, who wanted to be an actor, but instead of going to Hollywood and trying to make it, he made his own YouTube show. So he wrote and uploaded weekly comedy skits for about two years before landing a small role in the film Grown Ups 2 with Adam Sandler. Now, I don't know if that film was any good, but hey, it was a role. And then he went on to star alongside Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill in 22 Drum Street, which is pretty cool. So if you want to be, let's say, a singer, an artist, a writer, an actor, you know, and you want to create stuff, just, just make that stuff and put it out there. And eventually someone's going to take notice. I've been making YouTube videos now for a little while, and recently I've been getting some TV presenting gigs, which has been totally awesome. And that may not have happened if I hadn't had the experience from making my own YouTube videos. Does that make sense? And then it also gives me something to show them. It's like a resume of sorts. To check out the rest of the episode with Eamon, go to thecmethod.com slash Eamon. That's A-Y-M-A-N. We talk about job hunting and how to stand out. It's He's he's awesome. He's great. Definitely worth a listen. Lesson number two comes from episode four with Andrew Warner, who's the founder of Mixergy. And this was all about how to talk to women and we'll just have, have great conversations in general. And he said that when it comes to small talk or meeting new people, he says, we feel like there's a glass wall between us and the other person. The glass wall is built by us. So Andrew used to be really nervous talking to women, but he made it a habit to go out every single day and do it. And he also shares his two things about talking to women. He says, number one, do it every single day. So that's consistency. And number two, it doesn't matter what you say, just say something. Okay. Break down your glass wall. A simple hello is totally fine. And I can attest to this. You can find that episode at thecmethod.com slash Mixergy. Okay, lesson number three is from episode 10 with professional speaker Chris Helder. And he shared the Ford principle, F-O-R-D. And this is a really simple and easy communication tool that you can use when making small talk with people, either in social situations or in business. Now, the F stands for family and friends, the O stands for occupation, and the R stands for relax. Now, these are the things that people want to talk about. They're the things that are most important to them. So if you don't know what to say to someone, ask them about one of these things. So what you do, if you're in a family context, say you're in a family barbecue, you you ask them, oh, so who are you here with? Which of these kids are yours? And then you, you ask some questions about that and then you move on to, oh, which is occupation. Oh, so what do you do for work? Talk to them about that. And then here's another tip from from Chris. When when they start, when they're talking about their, their work, you then go, wow, you sound so busy, right? And that's a great way to build rapport because they puff up their chest and they go, yeah, yeah, I'm so busy. And then you segue into the relax 
、um, part of it. So you go, wow, you sound so busy. What do you do to relax? What do you do to get away from it all? And then they'll talk about, you know, their hobbies and, and other interests. So that's F O R. Oh, and then it'll change up depending on which context you're in. So if you're in a work environment, if you're in a business environment, you'll start talking about their occupation first, right? And then from there, you can go on to their family, or you, or you can go, you can go from occupation to you know relaxing, and then they might say, "Oh, I spend time with my family," and then from there, you ask them about the family, yeah. And then the D is for dreams and deep, and that's a whole other thing. But Chris talks about that in the episode, so go listen to that to learn the rest of it. But if you get the F O R bit, then that's then that's going to help you a lot too. So before you walk into any social or business situation, think about which one you're going to start with—the F or the O or the R—and you can find show notes for that episode at thecmethod.com/chris. Okay, lesson number four comes from episode six with Christopher Browning, who is host of. The Shaving with Chainsaws podcast, and he's also a life coach for men and a good friend of mine. He's amazing. Now, some, what he taught me in this in this chat is something that I've been telling other people to do as well. So I'm going to share it with you here. To find the value that you bring to others, and that is, and then that will help to bring you confidence, is to go find three people who know you well, and ask them what they think you do better than most people. And what helps them the most? Okay, you'll get an answer, and then ask them why is that important to you. Now, this is the value that you bring to people. Some people might tell you that you're good at the same thing, but the value that this brings to them is different. So this exercise breaks down the feelings of I have to be perfect, and it helps you build confidence in your value to other people. And you begin to realize that you are enough, just as you are. I loved this chat with Christopher, so go to thecmethod.com/slash/Christopher to hear the rest of that conversation. We talk about overcoming perfectionism and finding your strengths. Lesson number five. This comes from episode twelve with Prescott. Perez Fox, and he's the host of the Busy Creator podcast. And we talked about how to not be awkward in social situations. This is one of the most popular podcast episodes that I did this year. His tip is: if you want to meet cool people, go to events in the morning because this is where the keen people go. And morning events are less formal than evening ones, and people are more likely to be there by themselves. Because it's harder to drag your friends along to an event that's at say eight in the morning for a coffee, so people are there by themselves, so they're easier to talk to. So if you want to get into more events, go to the events in the morning. Lesson number six. This is a technology-related tip, I suppose. It's from episode two with Eric Tosco, and it's to download the Sidekick app. For Gmail. Now, this is something that I've been using, and it's awesome for outreach. You can see when people have actually opened your email, and you you can see when people actually click on the links within your email. So it's great to send if you're reaching out to someone, you send them that email. You can see when they've opened it, and if they don't respond for a couple of days, then you can send a little follow up reminder, without getting too annoying. Yeah. 
I've actually got an invitation for you to join at the show notes. So go to thecmethod.com slash 2015 and there'll be a link there for where you can get an invitation to Sidekick. Lesson number seven comes from episode 23 with Eric Rangecook, who is a amazing photographer and a friend of mine. And what he does is he creates a different business card for each segment. So Eric does portrait photography, but the different segments within that include couples, singles with pets and families. And he has a different business card for each one so that when he meets someone, so he meets a couple, they say, what do you do? He says, I'm a photographer. And he hands out his card that's specifically for couples. And then the same thing for people with pets. And I thought this was ingenious because it makes you look like you're super specialized for that one particular segment. Like, oh, wow, this photographer only does couples. He must be amazing, right? Amazing at doing couples um, portraits. So it really personalizes it, helps him to get more business. So I thought that was a great tip. Okay, the eighth lesson I'm going to share with you today is from Janine Ellis, who is the founder of Boost Juice, who I had the pleasure of featuring on the show in episode 20. And she said, okay, this is slightly um, not communication related, but more business related, but I thought it was really useful. She said, you don't need a bookkeeper when you're starting your business. And she said that this was the worst advice that she hears being given to other people. She said, you need to know your numbers from the very start of your business. And once you really understand how it all works, then you can hire someone else to do it for you. But really the numbers is where it's at. You can listen to the rest of that episode at thecmethod.com slash boost. Okay, where are we up to? Number nine. Lesson number nine comes from Belinda Huckle, who is the founder of Second Nature, which is a communication skills training company based out of Sydney. And I spoke to her in episode 22. And one thing that I loved that she shared was, it's okay to be yourself when giving a presentation. She shared a story of how when she first started working in the, it was the advertising industry, I think, she had to give presentations and she was absolutely terrified because she was trying to emulate her boss and present in the exact same way that her boss did and walk in her boss's shoes. And she realized that, you know what? I don't have to be like her. I can be just as effective at this presentation when I'm just myself. Okay. And I love that. Be authentic, be yourself, and it'll, you'll have a much easier time when you're speaking in public, giving a presentation than if you're trying to pretend to be someone that you're not. All right. Lesson number 10 comes from Sally Coring Zimney. Uh, in episode 17, and she is a public speaking coach and based out of the States. And I love this conversation with Sally. She, one of the things she shared a lot actually. So, but one little thing you may have missed is she said to think about the baggage that people are bringing into the room with them, right? As in the baggage that your audience is bringing into the room. Now, when people give presentations, they often think that it's all about them and they get really self-conscious. But really, your audience isn't really thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. So maybe they're running late. Maybe they're stressed out from work. Maybe they're thinking about their next meeting or that report that's due or lunch, right? 
or maybe they really need to go to the bathroom. So they've got all these things, all this baggage that they're bringing into the room that you, and you have to sort of cut through all of that to get your message across. So, so what Sally says is to think about how can you make the experience or your presentation, make it easy for them? How can you make it easy for them to take on board this message that you're sharing? Okay. Considering that they've got all these other things that they're thinking about. Maybe they're tired. Maybe they haven't had their coffee yet. Maybe they're grumpy. How can you make it a great experience for them that's going to help get that message across? I thought that was a really cool thing to think about. Okay, we're two-thirds of the way there. Time for a ukulele break, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, lesson 11. We're on the home stretch. Comes from Ethan Glessig, who in episode 27 chatted to me about how to stay focused and how to have better attention when you're working on an important task. And this was sort of a more of a productivity focused episode. And one thing that I learned from Ethan that I really loved was how to do your to-do list. And this is something that I've been implementing and I find it really works for me. So I'm sharing it with you here. So inst- so here's what you do. Instead of sitting down every day and writing a to-do list based on all the stuff that you need to do that day, what you do is you sit down at the start of your week and you write down what are the three things that you want to achieve that week, right? What are the three outcomes that you want to have by the end of that week? And then every day that week, when you get up and you go to work and you and you go to write your to-do list, you look at those weekly outcomes and you write your daily to-do tasks based on those weekly outcomes. You don't do anything else unless it's related to those weekly outcomes. And then that helps to keep you focused for that entire week. And that's something from Ethan that I really loved. Uh, you can find the rest of that episode at thecmethod.com slash Ethan, E-T-H-A-N. Lesson number 12, this is from John the Rev McMahon in episode 36, and he is an expert at connecting with people and and building rapport with people. And he says, if you want to connect with someone, find something that you have in common with them or some sort of connection. Maybe they're wearing something that's similar or they have a a similar haircut to you and then compliment them or make some sort of comment on that thing. So, for me personally, I always find it easy to connect with other w- women who have a cool short haircut. Uh, well, since I cut my hair short anyway, you know, it's something to connect over. And John has a tattoo of an owl on his shoulder, for example. And he, I was there when he complimented Amelia, who was the community manager at my hub, that hub, the co-work space I, I go to. She was wearing an owl t-shirt and they immediately connected over that and were like, Oh wow, I love owls. So, so it totally works. I've seen it in action and it's very easy to do. So give it a go. It's an also an easy way to start a conversation with someone if you're not sure exactly what to say to them in the first instance. Lesson number 13 is from Calvin Coyles, who is the founder of Young and Wildly Successful. And I chatted to him in episode 31 and he talked about the three levels of learning. And they are firstly the dabbler, secondly, the high achiever, and finally the master. And we talked about how to master anything that you want to be good at, right? 
And differentiating between the dabbler, the high achiever, and the master is that the dabbler sort of jumps from one thing to the next and never really gets anywhere. And this happens in all areas of their lives, relationships, sports, activities, jobs, etc. And the next level is the high achiever. And they, you know, set their mind to something, they try really, really hard. But then what happens is they hit a plateau and then they get frustrated. So they work even harder and harder and harder. And then they break through the plateau and then they progress and then they hit another plateau. And what happens is that they stress themselves out and they burn out and they can't actually enjoy the journey or they can't enjoy the results at the end. And then finally, there's the master who understands that there will be highs and lows and plateaus. And what they do is they find someone who's been there and done it before and they go, can you help me through this? Can you show me how it's done? And they model them. They model their success. And then once they've learned everything they can from that mentor, they then move on to another mentor. So if you want to master something, find someone who's done it before and ask them how they did it. Lesson number 14 is from Jimmy Doglish, who I chatted to in episode 34. And Jimmy is an expert at entering competitions and winning them. And he, he does this, he, and I found this really, really unusual. So really wanted to get him on the show. And one thing that I learned from him is that not many people enter video competitions, meaning that not many people will put in the effort to stand out. And Jimmy found that he would, you know, take an hour or so to put together a, a fun video to send into a competition. And then he discovered that there were only like nine entries or even less, maybe five entries, which meant that his chances of winning were much, much higher. And I see that this relates to so many other things in, in situations where you want to stand out, whether it's going for a job, um, whether it's uh, delivering a really excellent presentation that stands out, right? If you're pitching your business, if you go to that extra effort to do something that's a bit different, a bit more creative, something that stands out, it's going to make a huge difference and it's going to make a huge impact and hopefully get you the result that you want. That episode is at thecmethod.com slash Jimmy. If you're interested in creative video, go check that out. And the final lesson I'm going to share with you today is from Basil Nuradini, who is a lawyer and a decision-making expert. How many decision-making experts do you meet? Not many, if any, probably, right? <laughs> and one thing that I learned from Basil was to, when it comes to making a big decision, you need to widen your spotlight. So whatever big choice that you're making at the time, chances are that you've missed out on something because we have a very, we tend to have a very narrow view of the world. So if you can ask other people what about an option that they would take, you know, take a step back, really make sure that you've covered all your options. Because oftentimes we think that there aren't many options available to us when really there are so much more. So this doesn't necessarily relate to a small decision like what salad do I have for lunch, right? It's about the big decisions that are going to make a big impact in our life. Okay. Now you can check out more from Basil at thecmethod.com slash Basil. Definitely worth a listen if you've got some big decisions that you have to be making in your life, which may be the case considering we're almost at a new year and you might be rethinking, you know, your life or some things in your life that you might want to change as you make your, um, your new year's resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> 
Alrighty. Whew. So there we go. 15 lessons that I learned from my interview guests in 2015. It's definitely been a blast this year. I've, I've loved being able to chat to these incredible people and to share their stories and their wisdom with you. And I, and I hope that you got something out of it as well. I hope that each episode has been um, really interesting for you. And with that, that wraps up episode 40 and the last episode of Stand Out Get Noticed for 2015. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really, really appreciate it. I hope that you, well, obviously you enjoy the podcast, otherwise you wouldn't be here, right? (laughs) I will see you next year bright and fresh. I'm going to be making some small changes to the show to bring in the new year. Of course, if you have any feedback, I would love to hear from you. Just send me an email at cc at thecmethod.com. What do you love? What do you hate? Who would you like to see interviewed? What topics would you like to see that I haven't covered yet? What's something that you've been struggling with that you, that you really want to learn more about? I'm always open to suggestions. Love to hear your comments and your feedback. So please connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. So that's at cc at the cmethod.com. All right. And that's it from me. <laughs> Keep on being awesome and I'll see you next week for the new year. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.